This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. They're going to call a penalty on the play. Harvey, you heard him say, what? Certainly not. Certainly not. Oh, man, that's such a dive. Merrill, that is such a dive right there. It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early in the... It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Big controversy from that audio in the uh, National Hockey League. It's Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. You've got BetQL Daily on the bet. And now joining us to discuss it is Alex Moretto uh, from thescore.com on Twitter at Alex. Jay Moretto. Uh, Alex, want to get want to get your initial thoughts. I, I will say when I saw the headline, I saw the video going around, the audio as well. I understand why many hockey fans or just sports observers are up in arms about it. But my my first thought was this happens in every sport. It's just something we don't talk about. When coaches in the NBA or in college basketball are holding up a box score in post games, it's usually them screaming about how one side got a bunch of fouls and how it's supposed to be even on both sides. I think this happens uh, more often than we want to believe. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I don't think the casual fan kind of realizes just how commonplace this sort of thing is. Uh, and it's not just hockey, like you said, right? It's it's, it's every sport. Um, and, you know, refs try and call an even game and you can file it under the category of game management or whatever you want, but it's very real. It happens in every game on every night. And the reality is it's just, it's not going anywhere. I mean, Peel was retiring before the end of the season anyway. So I think the NHL kind of had a bit of a cop out here. Though they could kind of, you know, salvage their image fire him about a month early. I'm sure they're taking care of him under the table, but the reality is this isn't an isolated incident. And Peel was just unlucky enough to, to have that out there on, you know, on his mic, which happened to be on, but you know, like refs, refs want to keep things relatively even. Like you said, they don't want to have one team get six power plays. The other team just won. And sometimes that means, you know, reaching a bit for a makeup call, but you see it at every level of hockey and, you know, I've seen it firsthand in my playing days and it's something that agree or disagree. It's part of the game. And, you know, purists will take issue with that and people will clamor for the game to be called fairly, you know, there's a rule book and this is what's a penalty. This is what's not a penalty, but like that's such an idealistic approach and it's just not practical. 
you know, there's a gray area. It's not black and white. A lot of these penalties are judgment calls. You know, it's just like in the NFL, you hear it all the time. Holding can be called on every play. Well, in hockey, it's not really different. Reps right. have to decide what to call, what they let go. It's a part of sports, certainly a part of hockey. And I mean, to think that, you know, Peel essentially just being pushed into early retirement is going to eradicate this from happening again is just ridiculous, in my opinion. Uh, you're never going to get that mindset out of the game. And I don't think, I honestly think that sports are better off for it. Yeah, Alex, I wanted to ask you about that, because how do you think this ends for Peel? Because he's been in some trouble before. I remember, was it in 2015, where he got photographed, he was he was drinking, and ended up getting taken off of a series or off of a game. I see the uh, NHL told ESPN they're going to do an investigation. How do you think this ends uh, with him? The the kind of storm will calm, so to speak, and and this will be the end of it. I don't think much is going to come out of it. Peel has definitely been under the microscope before, and rightfully so. I've, hey, I've firsthand been on the wrong side of a number of terrible calls from Peel, which he has later gone on to admit. I remember a, a Sammy Vatten and diving penalty back in the day that he actually had to go to the Ducks and apologize for. Um, so he's, you know, he's made his share of mistakes before, no doubt about it. And you know, he's been under the microscope and there's been controversy surrounding him, but he's been a loyal servant to the NHL for so long. And I don't think that he's far, you know, he's far from the only one to, to make these mistakes. And, you know, he's just happens to have been caught more often than, than others. So I think that, you know, the whole mindset right now is, is this is appeal issue, but really it's not appeal issue. It's, it's just the mindset that's been instilled in these reps. So I think that once the, the water kind of settles here, I think, uh, I think we're going to see this kind of go away. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the punishment isn't huge because of the fact that Peel was retiring at the end of the year anyways, but not getting that final game is big for him, you know, because that's kind of a, a big moment for the refs. You know, they get their final game, the players, you know, go shake their hand, give them thanks, everything like that. So that is a bit of a punishment in a way, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the NHL sort of taking care of him under the table even. So like, yeah, I, I think this just goes away. And I, I really don't think it, it's that huge of a deal as it's kind of being made out to be right now. I couldn't believe how many people were sending it to me last night. Like, can you believe this? I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I can <laughs> big revelation. Like, <laughs> yep. It happens in every sport with Alex Moretto on the bet. This is BetQL daily. A uh, great write up on the score.com Alex about the futures, how things have adjusted over the last month. And is there any value available for us right now? You, you did a, a breakdown on buy and sell. Well, we're betters. We're looking to buy. Is there value yeah. that we should take a look at right now? Yeah, I think there's a couple teams worth uh, worth looking at. Definitely Carolina, which, you know, I've been on so many times before. Yeah. Um, even to win the division is, I think, is great value right now. If you don't necessarily want to take the plunge in the futures market, which I think is around 13 to 1. But I think they're still hovering around like plus 250, plus 300 to win the uh, Central. And they're still neck and neck with Tampa despite all the injuries they've had to deal with. I mean, Morazic's played just four games. Taravainen's missed more than half the season. Now Trocek's been out a couple weeks. Uh, you know, despite, you know, those are all key guys for them, right? Despite missing those guys, they're still, their underlying metrics, they're, I mean, they're one of the best teams in the NHL and expected goal, uh, expected goals percentage, uh, Corsi percentage of five on five. They're, you know, the best power play unit in the league, top 10 penalty kill. And I think when you look at this team and when they're fully healthy, and, you know, with Kucherov, obviously, open the lightning, it's a big deal. And that's why I kind of say you can look at the uh, division market as well because Kucherov's not going to return until the playoffs. But when you look at the lightning without Kucherov and the 
Hurricanes when fully healthy, I really don't think there's a difference between the two teams. So I think there's a lot of value there. And in terms of the cup market, it's such a short price and you hate kind of paying these short prices, but you can find the abs depending where you look around plus 700 maybe or so. And I think that's the best you're going to get for them the rest of the season. I don't think it's ever going to get better than that. Dave. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild, conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Been kind of up and down a little bit early on just because of injuries. You know, obviously McKinnon missed some time. McCars missed some time. Um, a lot of key guys have been out here and there. And now they're back. They're healthy. They've won seven in a row before last night. They're within two points of Vegas again. And Vegas is now banged up with, you know, Tetrangelo's on IR, Patrick Reddy's been out, so they're kind of dealing with some injuries. I know Glass is injured right now as well, and, you know, so the Avalanche are now hot, they're healthy, and they're running away with the league lead and expected goals for percentage. They're hovering around 60%, uh, and if you look at just the last month or since, like, the start of March, they're around 70% at 5-on-5 and expected goal share, which is just, like, I, I honestly was so taken aback when I saw that because that is, like, an otherworldly number to put it into perspective, the Islanders are second over that span, and they're at 58%. So, I mean, you have the Avalanche sitting at 70%. They are just dominating teams. And the Wild are a really good team. We saw the Wild come in and, and face the Avs uh, this weekend in a couple games. And, I mean, it wasn't even close. I think the Avs won both by a combined, like, 11-1. to 1. So, I think there's a lot of good value there as well. Alex, do you see any uh, value in any of the individual NHL awards? Like, obviously, with the Hart Trophy, you're probably not going to want to lay it with Connor McDavid minus 215 right now over on points bet. Any value in somebody like Patrick Kane plus 375 or maybe Austin Matthews plus 450 there or nothing? Yeah, I was on. Uh, I kind of like the Matthews one for a bit. I'm kind of cooling off a little bit on that just because. And I mean, I know you don't want to lay necessarily minus 200 in this market, especially because something like injuries are so prevalent and that can just destroy a ticket. But I think right now it's kind of fair to say that any bet not on Connor McDavid is a losing ticket. He's just in a league of his own right now, like 60 points in 34 games is, I believe that's like 145 point pace. I was taking a look at this yesterday and, you know, in a standard 82 game season and the NHL hasn't seen a guy throw up over 130 points, even in over 20 years, let alone 140. So, you know, the last part to hit that mark was Lemieux. I think it was in 96. And it's not just that he's scoring at an absurd rate, but he's just all around dominant when he's on the ice. A 73% expected goal share. Um, and the Oilers, the Oilers in general have scored 71% of the goals this season when he's on the ice, which is, you know, just an outrageous number. But if you do want to look down the board a little bit, I think that maybe the value that jumps out to me is Alexander Barkov at 15 to one. Uh, he's a phenomenal player. He's been sort of criminally underrated for years now to those who don't follow the league closely, but I think he's finally kind of getting his due and he's, you know, he's incredibly respected among his peers and he is having an unbelievable season for the Panthers who are doing really well right now. His point totals aren't as great and they're not going to grab headlines like McDavid. I think he's sitting just shy of 40 points in a little over 30 games. And that's not going to, you know, that's not going to 
necessarily be enough to get it for him. But when you look at how crucial he is to the Panthers, he's just so dominant five on five. He's a key cog in the penalty kill. He's obviously on the top power play unit. I mean, he's relied on in every single key situation. There's nothing he doesn't do for this team. And I think last night he made a pretty strong claim to the uh, Hart Trophy from the press box. He was a late scratch in the game and he didn't play. And it was one of the worst games I think I've seen the Panthers play in, in months. They were thoroughly outclassed by a Blackhawks team that's been really struggling. And uh, and they lost the game and they, you know, kind of deservedly lost. So I think at 15 to one, you're getting a guy who, if the season ended today, he would absolutely be one of the three nominees. And I, I mean, I think that that sort of value is, is definitely worth it if he has a, a big second half here. With Alex Moretto, the score.com. Alex, we've got five games tonight. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I think I'm going to go back to the well with the Flames. They're depending on where you can get them at. I see them kind of all over the place right now, but I saw a minus 170 hanging around, which seems like a good price for me. Once you start getting up 185 or something like that, where they are elsewhere, I think that's a bit high. But I was on the Flames in this game on, I believe it was Monday, or and it, and they dominated the Senators. Philip Gustafson, who is their fourth or fifth string goalie, uh, he played unbelievable in his first NHL start. But this is a guy that does not have good numbers. He did not have good AHL numbers. Uh, he's someone who kind of caught lightning in a bottle. I mean, you see it all the time with these these young goalies who come in for their first start. They kind of ride that adrenaline. The team rallies around them. They put in a good performance. And it's like, oh, wow, this guy's not bad. And then, you know, the second game, he's on a bad team. You kind of see that quickly come back down to earth. So I think that this is a, this is a must-win game for Calgary if they don't want to fall too far out of the playoff picture. And I think you're getting that second game Gustafson I think we're going to see him be a lot worse I think he made the 38 saves the other night which is which is not happening again if the Flames can put in the same sort of performance they put in the other night I think that that's a pretty pretty safe bet and I'm also looking at the Kings in sort of a revenge spot they played the Sharks on Monday and uh it was a tough spot for them they played Sunday night against Vegas and then they had to travel to San Jose for this game on Monday you know, San Jose had been home for a while, just sitting around waiting for them. So uh, I think that was gotcha. That's Alex Moretto, supervising editor, sports betting, the score.com. Check out his work there. Follow him on Twitter at Alex J Moretto to check out his cup futures piece. Um, we're going to talk about tonight's NBA card next.